Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies. And boy, oh boy, is Henley going to be (laughs) thrilled that she's missing this specific episode because it's going to be a tough one for our scaredy cats out there. And I think particularly, as you mentioned, our scaredy cat. Uh, who have who have children? <laughs> yeah, have small babies. It might be tough. That's right. Good. Congratulations, Henley. We miss you, but also I'm very happy for you to um, be sick and not be able to be. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're sick. Too sick to join us. Wow, Sammy. Did anything scary happen to you this week? Well, one thing that I won't get too much into because you know, you know me is that the first mosquito of the season made it into my apartment. Oh, God. And it just, man, nothing makes me crazier than a mosquito in my house. But yeah, I, I won't. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to get into it because it's just it's you've heard it. You, you've you're going to get, heated. You're gonna get yeah, you're gonna get worked up. <laughs> no, but, they're here. They've arrived. Yeah, they're here. I feel like mosquito season is starting and I'm not happy about it. But the other scary thing that happened to me this week is the kind of crazy quantity of films I have watched Oh, okay. So as she's back I, at it. I'm back at it. I get very overwhelmed by the amount of media out there. And it just so happened that this weekend, a lot of movies came out that I wanted to see. And I'm a member of the AMC Stubbs A-list. So mm. I can go to as many as I want. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. three a week. I, let's not get crazy. But um, so on Tuesday, I saw Ambulance, the L.A. Ca- capitalized emphasis on the L.A. And Friday, I saw The Unbearable Weight of Massive massive Talent. Can't wait to see it. Saturday, I saw a movie called Petite Maman, which was very sweet. Saturday night, I watched tonight's movie. This morning, I watched Cats. Oh, that's right. God, wow. Yeah, we watched (laughs) a lot of movies. We did a Cats watch along, which will be available on our Patreon. I know everyone (laughs) is dying for a Cats watch along. Everyone's dying to hear about it. (laughs) And then tonight, I'm seeing The North... The Northman. I just got nervous on how to say Northman. Northman. The Northman. Northman. The, the Northman, like a superhero. You throw I think. away the man. Yeah. Northman. The Northman. Emphasis on North. Um, I'm very excited for it. I keep reading, seeing like headlines about how brutal it is, and I'm sort of like, ooh, it, am I gonna ooh, be okay? Yeah, I bet. But it is man, oh man, I can't wait. But yeah, I guess ooh, I can't wait. I guess also, yeah, the scary thing is I've I've not gone out. I'm not gone outside. <laughs> just uh, yeah, moved from inside my house. Into a movie theater back and forth several times. Can I ask, did you fall asleep in any of these movies? A Petite Maman, I came a little close. I'm not going <gasps> to I'm not going to lie. Okay. It's very sweet and very cute. And I did shed a tear as well. But it's also the short. Well, that'll wear you out. The shortest of them. It's 70 minutes, which can you imagine if more movies these days were 70 minutes? I wouldn't be so overwhelmed. It would be so great. Movies. It's just so hard that most of them are double that. two hours now. Yeah. 
but yeah, I don't know. I know it's not it's not the scariest check in I've ever had, but it's just all I I've done. Okay. It's all I've done all week is go to the movies over and over again. You see more movies than anybody I know. I I can't possibly keep up. Really getting my my money's worth out of that. You really are. I'm really not. I'm exactly why the AMC A list exists because I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. I, I'll join, and that way we can reserve movie tickets together. And I see like a movie a month. So I'm pretty much giving them more money than than, uh, than I'm getting from it. But, I, you know, it's the ease of, of it, you know? Yeah, I feel like I'm they're paying me to go to the movies at this point. feels like I'm making money. You're making good use of it. Yeah. You're making money. You're earning money from AMC. I feel like it. Um, but, Emily, <laughs> did anything scary happen to you this week? A- anything actually scary or anything as normal as going to the movies a lot? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I something actually sort of scary did happen all right, right this all right, week. Let's hear it. It was the other morning I had gotten up for work at 6 a.m., which in and of itself, a little bit scary. So Mm -hmm. I was up. I was in the bathroom getting ready. It's probably like 6.20 a.m. And I heard the worst scream I've (gasps) ever heard in my life. A scream like uh, like a true like I an unfiltered just like depths of like I it was. I, in the moment, I was like, oh, no, is someone being attacked? It was like that kind of scream where I was like, something is yes. very wrong, very wrong. And then it it like morphed into like sobbing, screaming. They're like, oh, ah! like, and, and she and it was a woman and she kept saying she was being Spanish. And I think she was saying mi perito, mi perito, which <gasps> is like my, my dog. dog. And so I think. Uh, the quality of the screams was more than just the dog was dead. Like, I think I was like, did a coyote get this dog? Like, I don't I didn't. Oh, oh my God, though. It was so truly bone chilling. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. Yeah. The thing I feel like about living in a city I have thought about before is like, okay, well, if something happens to me, there are so many people around that if I scream, people will hear someone will do something. I didn't do no, anything it's, when this it's woman It's the opposite. Screamed. There's literal studies done on this that the more people well, that shit. are around, the less likely you are to help. Remember that one That's woman right. that was like killed in broad daylight in New York on City in the middle and, of the yeah. fucking street and everyone oh, just God, thinks oh, somebody God. else will do something. So you're actually more likely to be saved if only one person well, can see you. Isn't that horrible? That's <laughs> bad. That's really bad. So I guess just as always, fingers crossed, nothing horrible. Um happens to us but it just was a really upsetting it was really upsetting um i did i did nothing that is so true though how often you use that as a comfort of like oh it's people there's people all around i'm so safe and and here's the thing sammy i'm gonna keep using it as a comfort because otherwise what am i gonna do i will too. what am i supposed to do yeah let us have this but i will say thank god joel woke up joel was woken up by that screen which is worse i think Oof. than just being awake it's and a hearing tough it. way tough way to wake up yeah but i was so glad somebody else had heard it because it was i just was like whoa this is the worst thing i ever heard what, what do you do because what could you even do if you wanted to do something i think once i once i became pretty certain that it was a dog and it, I, I was like oh i can't i couldn't do anything but in the as soon as i heard the scream i thought is someone being attacked and do i need to call somebody right but i didn't so i hope that they weren't i wish them the best i wish them the best i usually don't actually have something scary to say and it's and so i i'm just now in this moment ending on that i'm like oh i don't know what to i don't know what to do now 
that I've said that. Right. It's tough. It's a it's a tricky question because if the answer is too scary, then we'll all just feel bad. <laughs> I guess I'll give I'll just give a little positive update, which is that Mabel and Theo, one of our other cats, are our best friends. And they play together and they love each other and it's great fun for everyone and we're thrilled. It's very cute. I saw it. I saw it in person. Can confirm. You did, which is also Theo's being braver. He's coming out. They put on a little show for their Aunt Sammy. I loved it. Loved every second of it. So let's just, you know, remember that and don't think about the other stuff I said. Well, I have something that's, I think, going to get us back into that feeling bad territory. And that is today's film. Great. Which is The Hills Have Eyes, the Mm. 2006 version, the remake. Uh, it was directed by Alexander Aja, written by Alexander Aja, Gregory Levasseur, based on the original film by Wes Craven, huh. starring Ted Levine, Kathleen Quinlan, Dan Bird, Emily Derivan, Vanessa Shaw, Aaron Stanford, Michael Bailey Smith, and Robert Joy. And it is available to rent on Amazon for $3.99. Boy, oh boy. We have guests with us this week to discuss this film, the reason we are doing this film. He chose this film. He told me over text that it's pretty tame, and I believe he was lying to my face. <laughs> uh, thrilled to have him here. Welcome to the podcast, Ronnie Adrian. Hello, everybody. Hi, Ronnie. <laughs> Hello, Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing? Did anything scary happen to you this week? Oh, right off the bat. Okay. Right off the bat. Uh, um, I would say, you know what? I wouldn't necessarily call it scary, but I will say it is something that has started to worry me. Mm-hmm. How about that? Okay. okay. Which is in my house, there's like a, a the back room where we're in the office and there's a big window in it where like you can look out into the backyard. And so I was sitting in it a few days ago and in broad daylight, I just saw like a baby possum just like walking Ooh. through the backyard, which okay. isn't. Which, well, that's crazy. It's like, it's not like I haven't seen a possum in my backyard before, but <laughs> that was like, a, but that's usually like at night when I'm like, what's that noise? You flash a light, mm-hmm, then you see mm-hmm. some like Those glowing eyes looking back at you. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back in the house then. Yeah. Um. So it's like just walking through the backyard. And I was like, okay, just, I'm all right, just, you know, moseying on through. All right, fine. So then the next day I saw it again and I was like, all right, man, I I thought it was like a one-time thing. I don't know what's going on, but you need to just... <laughs> you're not supposed to be up right now, man. Yeah, what's, yeah, you're not supposed to be up, up right now. Why are you by yourself? Like, a small, little baby possum. Definitely a baby, okay. Um, And then the next day after that, I was in the backyard. I was like, you know, working out or whatever. And it was just out there with me. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on, but you need to find your mom, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, and so when I started kind of going towards it, it kind of like shuffled away. Like, but it's like a possum. So it's, it's like a little small possum. So it's not very fast. So I'm just like, all right, man, whatever. So it kind of just tries to go somewhere. And it's, but then it comes back and I'm like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on, but now I'm worried because now I feel like you're just out here alone. Mm-hmm. And so gardeners came, they, uh, they trimmed all the garden stuff, whatever. So I was like, oh, is the possum okay? Oh, so then no. I go outside, like to look to be like, is it still all right? And then I look and it's like, <laughs> Uh, there's a gazebo kind of like thing uh, in the backyard mm-hmm. and I looked and it's on the roof of that. And I'm like, how'd you get up there? So now I'm just like, I don't know what's going on with this possum. Oh no, you're now you're very attached now to I'm very the attached. outcome of this possum. You're the mommy now. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm just trying to figure it out. But, uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, so that's the thing. I guess the scary thing. It's like, am I gonna have to raise a a possum? I would love that <laughs> for you, Ronnie. I think possums are cute. I do too. I think, and they're pretty cool. I like think possums are interesting little critters. All right, well, cool. Then just one of you shoot me your address, and I'll just bring it over to you. <laughs> no, 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 Ronnie. I got four cats, my friend. You ain't bringing a possum into this mix. You know that. I mean, you know cats, that. but you know, cats could cats they could relate to possums in a sort of way. And next thing you know, you got like snuggly, like they all take turns, kind of like that's true. You know, showing at the road when it's like different yeah. species cuddling. That's always very cute. You know, like that is mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe I want a possum. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I definitely don't. But I do. I do want to keep keep posted on that little guy's journey. Hopefully, okay. his, hopefully his mom's around. And he just likes yeah. your yard. That's what I hope. So I hope like during the day the mom is asleep and the possum is He's just being like, naughty. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like that's what I'm hoping in my mind that it's mm-hmm. just going out and exploring during the day while the mom's asleep. Um, it doesn't look that way, but that's what I hope <laughs> is happening. We're gonna we're gonna imagine that that's what it is. Yeah, we're just gonna imagine. Um, okay, so Ronnie. Scary movies. How do you feel about them? Do you like them? Do you not? It's not that I don't like scary movies, and it's not like I don't watch them, or I, I don't have I don't I don't have an affinity to not watch them. I just choose not to watch them. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. they're not, it's not your favorite thing to do. Not a go to. Yeah, it's not the genre that I like yeah. go towards. I'm like, oh, you know what I want to watch, and I like, and like you were saying earlier, I am also an AMC member. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Sammy, remind me afterwards because I would love to hear your opinion on Ambulance because it's one of those movies that I feel like everybody has an opinion (laughs) on. And I'm somebody who's not an opinionated person when it comes to movies. I'm just like, oh, did I like it or did I not? But this one had made me have some opinions. (laughs) It stirred up some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's a crazy one for sure. But when I see scary movies and stuff, that's usually not one that I'm like, oh, I got to go check out this new ghost old timey whatever you know all this type of stuff where it's usually like this house is weird but we're going to live it in anyway and then it's like that I, i'm just i'm not afraid to go see it it's just not the genre that i gravitate towards yeah when you were a kid was there ever a scary movie you watched that like really stuck with you or does it just not like do you just not really get scared by them um yeah i don't think that i don't think i'm a scared of scary movies in a sense like i'm not gonna say like oh there hasn't been movies that like i haven't been that haven't made me jump or anything but yeah mm-hmm. like but i don't i don't think i have nightmares from a, yeah, from a not movie like sitting in your head and really messing yeah, with you. like i'm not like staying up at night after watching something and my mom let me watch some stuff when i was younger that she probably shouldn't have <laughs> but I, I, it wasn't keeping me up at night like oh not look in the closets you know what i mean like it was like all right whatever so when you say that wow. this movie is tame what are you thinking of as not tame what's like what would be on the more intense end? Or are you trolling me? Because I feel like maybe you're trolling me. <laughs> no, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like th- there is violence in this. Uh, we will say that. But, you know, I think to me, uh, the reason why I guess I called it tame, because in this journey of being like, oh, what movie was I going to uh, talk about here? Mm-hmm. I, like I watched a couple, a, a few others. And I was like, Oh yeah, these are awful. Like I don't want to talk Ooh, about which these. Which ones were those? These are like some of like there was one that I saw that is called I Spit on Your Grave. Oh yeah, so you're watching a lot of these are all torture porn movies. <laughs> yeah, they're not. It's like so it was those and then other ones where it's been and other kind like of martyrs other stuff. Like, that kind yeah, of Yeah, it's like movies where it's like all right, well here's well 
here we're going to terrorize we're going to terrorize women specifically yeah. or, or a woman rather it be like oh this woman's pregnant i want to take her baby or other stuff any oh type of th- any, any of these type of things it's like yeah those feel so much more <laughs> guttural to me so you're just saying it could be worse it could be it worse, could be oh, worse. Yeah. there okay, was ones that I, there was ones that i was just like i i don't want to talk about this <laughs> like yeah. how do i talk about this like uh, the director, wow. it, it is Alexandra Aja who did um, High Tension, just to give us a little bit of oh. of background, because we've covered that movie in the past, mm. which is also a little on the, uh, I don't know, if, mm. I don't know if it's torture porn, but just so. No, but it's stressful. Yeah. I think he is a really good director. He also did Crawl. Um, he's good at, at the tension and yeah, I think he's a good horror director. And also like kind of nasty. And he's also kind of a nasty freak. Kind of a nasty freak. I didn't know until Ronnie, you picked this movie and then Sammy, you let me know that it was a remake. I think I have only thought of it as this, you know, early, early, what is it? 2004, you said? 2006. 2006. Early aughts sort of situation. And I didn't realize that there was one in the 70s. Yeah, one in the 70s. Is it popular, that one? I haven't seen it either. This is this is the second time I've seen this one, so I'm just rewatching this one. Ronnie, have you seen the original? I did actually. I, I watched the original last night actually. Ooh. I read the Wikipedia and they seem pretty similar. They're very there are similar they have a lot of very similar plot points. Uh plot points. I think a lot of the beats are the same. I think very much the original plot point. Or of like why this is happening in the first place is totally different. Mm-hmm. It's almost like yes. throwaway. Interesting. Like, oh yeah, this happened and now is this as opposed to like kind of like the reason why the people are the way they are in the remake. Right. Mm. And you know, but and there's little other little stuff here and there. Like and the ending on the uh and the ending in the original is much more positive than the one <laughs> in the right. remake. Love that choice. But a lot of the stuff is very similar. Pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'll give us some some stats hey, yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah. It has a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 52% on Metacritic. It's pretty rare that those are neck neck. the same. It's pretty rare. I thought that was interesting. Uh, and a 6.4 on IMDb. Okay. Pretty standard. Budget was $15 million and it made $70 million. Oh, Good for them. And yeah, there are some sequels. I forgot to look that up, but there's, I think, a couple of sequels of this. There's at least one sequel. I think more. Mm. The original cut of this film was threatened with an X rating, <gasps> which in 2006, I feel like is kind of crazy. I thought we were getting rid of X by then, no? I thought I thought that as well. But then it says they like made some changes and then they were like, okay, now this is an NC-17 movie, which I don't know what. The difference. Oh, NC-17, I think you can play in theaters. X maybe has to be in a different X theater. you can't play in theaters. I can't And then the difference between NC-17 and R is an R movie you can get in with parent parental uh, chaperone, and an NC-17 you can't, I, right? Is I that think the deal? so. I think you have, like, to literally have to be 17, which is a very funny age to be like, now you can't. God, imagine <laughs> going with your parent chaperone to see The Hills Have Eyes remake. Because it did eventually, it cut out two minutes and it did eventually get to that R rating. Jesus, what were in those two minutes? I don't know. I don't want to know. And Alexandra Aja said that they based all their descriptions and directions on real documents, pictures, and footage that they found on the effects of nuclear fallout in Chernobyl and Hiroshima, which is very scary. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. This one, just again, to give you a little 
a little taste of where everyone's heads were at before we get into this movie is that there's a Great. scene that was supposed to be even more gruesome where Alexandra Aja wanted the mutants to put kittens in a blender with milk and drink them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. But Wes Craven nixed it. <laughs> oh, was he like a consulting? I think so. Yes. Producer I think, it? I think Wes Craven was actually the one that spearheaded this remake being made because of the success of, so we talked about last week, like on house of wax, Around this time, there were a lot of remakes happening. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake was around here. And so he was like, well, let's remake my movie. (laughs) Oh, God. That's so awful. Yeah. Blenders. I hope there's no blender, but maybe there will be. I don't think there's a blender. I think we're safe on the blender front. That's pretty bad. And that's all we're safe with. Oh god. I okay, mutants. Okay. Okay. So, okay. And the last thing I'll say is that this one again just a little pre-warning of some of the a little sneak peek. Okay. Is there was allegedly great difficulty shooting the scenes where a gun was pointed at the baby. <laughs> Not because the child was too scared, but because it kept trying to play with the gun. It was very liked this gun and kept ruining the takes by trying to play with it. I thought that was a fun, playful way to just let you guys know that there's going to be a gun pointed pointed at a baby. (laughs) But just remember, if you will, the baby likes it. (laughs) The baby was having a good time. Yeah, that can be a comforting thought in in a dark time when we when we get there. Great, <laughs> great. And Ronnie, how many had you? How many times had you seen this movie prior to choosing it? Was it just like you were trying to think? of This is the first time I've seen it. Oh my god! All right, and it was just not as bad as some of the other ones you yeah. watched for this. And you're like, it, okay, it, it's definitely one of those things that was like, you know, because it came out so long ago. I was like, well, have I seen it? Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I don't gravitate towards it, but it's like maybe I have seen it. And then yeah. as I was watching, the guy was like, yeah, I don't remember this at all. So yeah. it's just like only thing you remember is like, yeah, I've seen commercials for this. Right. Like I've seen. So but it's like, yeah, I hadn't seen it. Especially around that time. I can remember. Yeah, I have like visuals for a lot of horror movies in particular around that time. because I, of course, would never see them. Yeah. But that was back when you had no choice but to watch commercials on TV. And so right. like we didn't, at least in my house at that point, we you did not have I didn't have a skip fast forward pause function. So like commercials came on. I would just have to mute if a horror movie commercial was coming on. Like I, I leave the room. I had no other choice. So I'm like very aware of those movies, but I, yeah, of course have not seen them. And I've put myself in a situation now where I must uh, learn about them. So (laughs) it's really great. Yeah. I mean, it's great. That's just helping you get over your fears. Pretty soon you're going to be like, you know what? I'm gung ho about horror films. What do you guys want to watch? Let's watch one of the most brutal horror films that they're making now. (laughs) Pretty soon Emily's going to be suggesting I spit on your grave. She's going to be begging for it. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite movie, I spit on your grave. (laughs) Please, let's watch it. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, I guess. Should we get a little peek at this trailer? Yeah, let's watch the trailer. Oh, no. Imagine the first people that crossed this desert, they didn't know where they were. Yeah, I can, because neither do we. Hey, get up. Tell me again why we couldn't fly like normal people. 
Don't see too many travelers around here. Where are y'all headed? San Diego. You have a safe trip. I mean, they had a tagline that said the lucky ones die first. And that might help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be true. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> that might be true. That makes you think of a lot of the like torture movies we cover. I'm always like the people who just manage to die very quickly. I'm like, yes. Great. Like, that's all I would want in that scenario. Last week we did House of Wax. And at the end, we all decided which character we'd want, we'd want to be if we had to be one. So maybe we can do that at the end of this. And we all Great. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I love to put myself in those shoes. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Let me just also say a quick little trigger warning. Please. I'm sure there, I'm sure. There is rape. There's some sexual violence and okay. there's kid stuff, baby stuff. Not sec- not sexual, but just but there's bad. a baby in it. I'm ready to dissociate. <laughs> Start dissociating now. That's right. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> it's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. 
So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, Ronnie, I mean, whenever you're ready, <laughs> take it away. All right. Um, we start out. In a, it's not, uh, no, I mean, if you've seen the trailer, anybody who, if you're watching, you've seen the trailer, like they kind of tell you in the beginning, they kind of set it up there. It's like, oh, this testing site sort of area in New Mexico or what have you. And ultimately, like, have different pictures of, like, deformed people like mm-hmm. going through the whole thing so it's kind of like that in the beginning where they're just kind of giving you a sort of sense of being like here's something that kind of happened in this area and that's one of the big differences between this one and the other one. Oh, interesting okay cut to this family kind of like oh well actually that's not true what does happen then is right from the jump mm-hmm. <laughs> which is also very different from the first one uh because i think the first one boosts very slow into something else. this one right from the jump like hazmat suit guys are like out there checking the area and they're hacked up pretty pretty quickly like okay Mm -hmm. paul bunyan-esque guy just swinging (laughs) right through their abdomens and then it's like four of them and then literally kills them all pretty quickly and then just drags them off in the desert anyway okay so right from the jump within the first five minutes you're like oh okay they're not playing around no. So then we cut to like this gas station in the middle of the desert. Um, and the guy who's playing the gas station guy, bless his heart, he's like the quintessential like, oh, do you only do horror movies? Like <laughs> that he that look. Like it's just like, oh, you're the creepy guy that immediately is just like Man, there's you have done nothing in your life but work at this gas station and not take care of yourself. <laughs> I guess this is what you would infer. I guess he at one point was kind of directing people towards the off the beaten path uh, of the desert to which then the hills have eyes people would then <laughs> the eyes of the hills, if you will, the hill people, hill people. Yeah, the hill people would just essentially like kill them. So he's sort of working in cahoots with the hill people. Yeah, kind of. Right. Okay. Or uh, has been. Seems, seems that way. It, yeah, it seems that way. Um, And then what would happen is all their like belongings, you know, like so you like wallets and jewelry sure. and, and just all the types of different stuff or whatever. They would then leave for him. Right. For his glamorous gas station attendee sort of scary little life. <laughs> right. Right. And they would leave for him, which a 
also what I always thought was funny was when you got into the gas station, everything looked like if you went to a 7-Eleven in your neighborhood now where it's like, oh, this is pretty set up pretty nicely for us how shitty this gas station is and on the in outside. the middle of nowhere like truly who is coming here all of this right. stuff is gonna go bad <laughs> right just pristine like all types of so it was like okay this is this is a very different setup on the inside than on the outside but anyway he yells to the people like i don't want to do it no more you know i'm not doing it no more or whatever because they're like lurking in the shadows you get the vision of like lurking in the shadows but you know and they but they had left the bag on there he closes the door and the person is looking, then he opens the door again and takes the bag and brings it inside like, but I will take this stuff. So anyway, he has the stuff. Cut to the family uh, coming through in the SUV, trailer hooked up to the back. Um, they stop at the gas station. One of my favorite, uh, uh, a favorite thing that made me laugh, uh, and it made me laugh at trailer because it reminded me, which was that I guess the only the only song they got the rights to in this movie was uh, California Dreamers with the Mamas yeah. and the Papas <laughs> because they're playing it. Must not have been cheap. <laughs> they're playing it. And then at one point when like like one person is like singing it, I was like, man, they can only sing one song. <laughs> like, uh, and in the trailer, they're like, we already licensed it. Might as well use it in the trailer, too. <laughs> right. Right. Like They got their money's worth for California Dreaming. Mm-hmm. And also it's in New Mexico. <laughs> right it's in new mexico <laughs> yeah that's in california they're, but they're headed to california i see that, okay like great. they're going on some sort of trip and they're sort of driving to california but their dad wanted to take the the uh the scenic route mm-hmm. you know they're going up to san diego or something like that for their silver wedding anniversary or whatever so everybody's there the whole family so the mom the dad they got three kids and their oldest daughter is married to some guy and they have a child and the guy is one of those kind of, you know, what would you say? Like one of those old, like late nineties, kind of like tech looking guys, yeah. nerdy dude, shaggy, shaggy haircut. His name is Doug and his vibe is so crazy. Cause he's, he talks about how he sells cell phones. Yeah. And is tech is I like say his tech. vibe is so Doug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's such, such a Doug. A Doug. He, he works at telecommunications. Telecommunications. Oh, he's got his glasses Hello, and wearing his, wearing his like long sleeve button up in the desert. And right. but then he's also kind of a bad boy smoking in the trailer, even though the parents won't like it. And he's like the the what, the youngest brother, Bobby, says, like, oh, you're smoking in here in my dad's new camper van or whatever it is. And he's like, fuck your dad. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. right. And obviously the dad. Is not a fan of him. The the, the quintessential yeah, like, oh, I can't believe my daughter married somebody like this type. Mm. Um, so that's their relationship. Uh, he seems, you know, kind of he's uh, he's proposed as kind of not. I don't want to say a pacifist, but I'm going to use that term just to be like mm-hmm. everybody else seems like we about that action, and he seems very much like I don't know, like we don't need that, we don't need guns, we don't, we, you know, that type of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's. I don't want to spoil it, but that's kind of like a setup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll give us some some character names just just to have them. There we go. The dad is Bob, Big Bob. They call him. Okay, Bob and Bobby. Bob and and Bobby is the youngest okay. son. Hmm. Uh, Ethel is the mom. The three kids are Lynn is the one with the baby, married to Doug. Brenda is the I think middle daughter. 
and Bobby is the youngest. And they also have oh, their daughter's name is Catherine. That doesn't matter. We'll call her the baby. And the baby. They have two dogs, Beauty and Beast. Fun. Um, I went. Are, are these the same names as in the '77 version? Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. I was, I've never a family with names Ethel, Brenda in 2006. That's already <laughs> like what a weird family. Um, okay, great. Okay, we've got this. Is our family? This is our characters. So they pull up to the gas station. And, you know, you're already seeing their character types. Ah, you know, just uh, the quintessential, like, right-wingish type, mm-hmm. just Republican-esque, you know, just like, uh, care about guns and mm-hmm. hard work and the, the, the dad was, he <laughs> used to be a detective. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you know, you know, just all the type of stuff. So the dad, he used to be a detective. He's like a retired detective. He's talking to the gas station attendant and, you know. They're like telling them the story, like, this is why we're out here, so on and so forth. You know, all the stuff was being like, why would you be telling me this if this was not a movie? So it's like, oh, cool, whatever. <laughs> da, da, da. And so mind you, now, one of the youngest Hill person, I won't say the youngest, but like the the youngest one that is prominent in the storyline, okay. uh, she, she's like lurking around, creeping around, and she ends up basically taking the red, Bobby's red sweater out of the truck this is interesting to me because in the film it's the hot like it's even a film that looks hot it does you know I mean? yeah. like, right it's it, why it's are they putting f- sweatshirts on it's a film that looks so hot in filming one of the trivia things i read was it was 120 20 degrees <gasps> while they were filming at one point oh. they filmed in morocco mm-hmm. what yep weird they filmed in Morocco, everybody's sweating all the time. They they talk about how hot it is, but for some reason everybody's like, hey, grab my coat. Hey, where's my hat? Where's my jacket? Like, it's so hot. I'm like, why are you even asking for this stuff? It's so nuts. So anyway, they do that in the first one, but in the first one, it's actually cold in the desert. Like, you can see that it's cold. So I'm right. like, you this you didn't have to keep this part. You could have yeah, just let this out. that a little bit. Yeah. Hat. Yeah. Yeah, my hat. My son hat. You know what I mean? But yeah, so anyway, so uh, Ruby is the youngest person's name. She takes the sweater and now she's just like lurking around the movies in this uh, red sweater. She's deformed. Everybody's deformed for the most part. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Great. The dogs get loose because obviously they sense whatever was going on and so mm-hmm. they're like acting all crazy and they're like running around and people having to go get the dogs because they, they getting out of the trailer or whatever and so ultimately of course that means like you're going in places that because they're looking for the dog you're in places that's like well like so they're like in the back room of the gas station like looking around and the oldest daughter uh whatever sammy said her name lynn was, <laughs> lynn <laughs> Um, kind of comes into the room and she sees one of the bags that has like stolen property in it. And she just kind of looks, but she grabs the dog and she comes out. The, the, the gas station comes like attendant is like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm just getting the dog or whatever. And he like, he, and she's like, goes out. And it doesn't seem like she was going to snitch or anything. Like she didn't, it seemed like she was just like, well, that's odd, but whatever, none of my business. Um, and it goes to the thing, but the gas station attendant was like, nah, not no loose ends. So he, Damn. so that, so he ultimately goes back to the guy because he was going to let them just go right through the desert. But he goes back to the dad as he's about to drive off. He knocks on the window and he's like, hey, you know, like this will cut down on your time if you go right through the desert here. And the guy was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. And then essentially that sets up, uh, uh, the rest of the movie, yep. mm. which then becomes they pull off. Uh, um, obviously, and um, they take the shortcut, 
and they put uh like road chains down that like spikes your tire like road spikes Mm -hmm. they run over that thing tires burst and you know and then it's a dramatic crash it's a it's a dramatic crash it's a pretty big crash it's a huge crash (laughs) and a thing that i thought was also so strange about this was huge crash uh the oldest daughter is in the is in the car um in the suv uh the baby's there in the baby seat or whatever Mm -hmm. they crash she gets out and she's going to check on the uh, uh like oh everybody in the trailer like is everybody okay she runs to her husband and it's like Yo, where's the baby oh she's in the tr- it's in the truck like the mom cared nothing about the baby like and that's something i think is so funny about this movie where it's saying like look, i'm not a parent myself sure but i know parents yeah <laughs> my sisters are all parents i grew up around children but there's, and there's one thing I know about parents, and they care about their children way too much. Yeah, more <laughs> so, than more than much. anything in the world, <laughs> yeah. definitely more than that husband. So they're yeah. So these parents are so flipping about this baby, like where it's like they do stuff where it's been like, oh, the baby's over, you know, like where I'm like, you should baby, be whatever. more attentive to the baby. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, mm. so that was one. That was my first thing to be like, man, she really just left that baby in the car to <laughs> like after an a- after she's car unconcerned. Right. Also, this is like a terrifying scenario, regardless of whether or not there are people in in the hills. Like just crashing in the middle of the desert with no, and they have no cell phone service because they're in the middle right. of fucking nowhere. This gave me flashbacks to the time that I got lost in Joshua Tree National Park. Very scary. And it was so scary. And of course, my brain went to the hills have eyes because there was a part, a moment when I was lost in the desert where we were just surrounded by hills desert hills mm. and it was nighttime actually oh god oh, it was so yikes. scary yeah i wouldn't like that so already this is very a very scary setup yeah yeah and so that happens and so now they're all out trying to figure out like what they're gonna do all this type of things so now they're planning so the dad's like i'm gonna head back to the gas station which it's like i don't know like 15 miles away it's far so everyone's like man it's far and then lynn's husband is like all right well i'm gonna go this way and so the dad has a gun and he has another gun that he gives to uh bobby to be like all right we're gonna go look for help you stay here with this gun and watch the family um this is one of those moments where uh uh Doug is like, yeah, I don't need a gun, you know, like even though they only had two, but he was, but they made a point to be like, that's not my thing, you know, that type <laughs> of thing. Um, so, oh, the mom's very religious, so they pray beforehand. Sure, uh, that's something that they kept from the first one as well. Whereas we're like, let's pray. I mean, it doesn't last that it, that that sentiment doesn't really hover over the movie that much. So <laughs> no, just the once really. <laughs> so so it's so it's interesting. But like all right, da da da. So we see some someone is watching them through binoculars. Yeah. Also, while they do their little prayer hug, it changes to a binocular view of someone looking at them, and there's a lot of like heavy breathing POVs Ugh. of just like <sighs> like someone just panting while watching yes. I'm just yes. like, and also at insane. one point in there before they go off lynn is in the trailer like going to get the the jacket because her husband was like can you get my jacket oh, she, once again so, so weird uh um and she goes against the jacket whatever and she looks out the window of the trailer and she can see off in the distance like something that looks like it's mm. out there like i think somebody's like you know they do that trick where they're like reflecting the mirror to somebody else yeah, somewhere else yeah. so it's kind of like that thing getting some hints uh, so now at the trailer where uh, 
Bobby, the mom, and the two sisters, they're all kind of sitting there. I just want to make sure I get this joke. The mom keeps <laughs> talking about snakes and how there might be snakes in the desert. And and Bobby goes, well, mom, you know what Freud would think about, you know, like, you know what Freud would think about all your, you know, affinity to talk about snakes or some shit like something set up to like that. <laughs> yeah, he said it to his mother. A joke that they also had in the first one. But it was just so funny because it's being like, that kid is not making that joke. Yeah, he, that no. kid is not making that uh, Freud reference. And everybody <laughs> then else is not all giving that like, oh, here we go talking about Freud. Like everybody kind of gave that knowing like, oh, Bobby. Oh, my God. That's funny. No freaking way. No freaking way. So anyway, so then, yeah. So then uh, the dog is in the trailer going crazy. The sister who uh, we should point out that Bobby and the youngest sister like are messing with each other and not in like mm-hmm. a fun brother sister way, almost in a way where it's like, do you two like each other? Like that type of deal, like that type mm-hmm. of relationship between right. a brother and sister. Um, so anyway, so she does something like when she opens the thing and like the dog, because one dog is out, but the other dog is in the trailer because it's just going nuts. And it runs off after she opens the door, it runs off. So Bobby's like, ah, and he goes chases after the dog. Pretty soon after the dog is immediately gutted, like sliced all down the middle, uh, pretty empty. Like oh. one of the one of the hill people got the dog, obviously, and killed it. Yeah, we don't we don't see it happen. We just hear dog whimpering. Oh. And yeah. and, Bo- and Bobby hears it. Bobby's running looking for him, running into right. into the hills towards no. the problem that we know about, right. but he doesn't. Right. So he goes, he sees the dog and he's like, you know, and he's like freaking he's out. He's a yeah. child. He, he, and mm-hmm. so like, sure. um, he's probably like 15. How old would you say he is? I'm not good at telling people's ages. He's probably like 14 or 15. And the other sister is maybe 16, 17. And then the oldest sister is like early 20s, I think. Does that seem yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I would say something. That seems about right. Um, and for anybody who needs more of a visual, uh, Bobby is dressed like a member of the band Simple Plan. That's right. In like 2000 and short, uh, a long sleeve under a short sleeve. <laughs> you want to not do a short sleeve, big pants. Oh, because yeah, again, it's 120 degrees. <laughs> so like he he's like now fleeing. He said that he's seen he's seen his dog pretty much gutted. He's like and he's like runs off. I don't know. You know, white people in these movies, he ends up falling <laughs> over a thing and knocks himself unconscious. Mm-hmm. Ruby, the girl who took his sweater, now she's kind of like watching over him like, oh, you know, you see her hand. I think, I think it's a weird hand, whatever. She seems less sinister than the other ones. We've yeah, Ruby seen. is the one who probably has the most heart. She's the one that's like, oh, like they're, they're painting her the picture to be like out of all the monsters. She d- looks like them, but she is not like them. Basically, okay. she's more <laughs> giving a curious vibe and right. not wanting to necessarily kill got them. them. Yeah, get them. You're right. Got them. And Ruby mm-hmm. is probably along the lines of uh, more of Bobby's age, maybe a little bit younger. Yeah, maybe younger, 13 or 14. Yeah. Oh, we see like a shot of one of the hill people above oh, Ruby and right. Bobby chewing on Beauty's leg like a dog leg as if it's a right. turkey turkey leg and just nah. blood dripping down on them. And this part, this made me think, have you guys seen on TikTok the raw meat experiment? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've heard about it. It's so fucking weird. And I just like to 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 clarify, you can't eat raw meat, right? I just thought it makes you sick. How there is this are a thing? some kinds of raw meat I think you can eat. I mean, I guess 
But not, certainly not all. Some will make you very sick. Because, okay, mm-hmm. there are TikToks of just people eating raw, shoveling raw hamburger meat into their mouth. I'm like, I don't think that's the kind of quality of meat that you can do that with. I just imagine you would get sick. I don't know. Th- was seeing this man eating this little dog leg. I was like, can humans just eat raw meat? Like, I just didn't think you could. <laughs> I mean, I will say this. I think the rules are different when <laughs> it is hill people who have probably been affected <laughs> by might, nuclear yeah. weapons. <laughs> their bodies might behave differently. Yeah, like I think maybe the, the microbes in their body might be I think a that's little bit fair. different than, you know, somebody Yeah, there's something who, else going on. I just didn't like seeing a parallel in what I've seen in real life on TikTok. No, I, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Um, And so, yeah, that happens. And she, Ruby looks up and she's like upset with him. Cut away. Um, I don't know which comes first. Is we it see Doug first. F- Doug, here we go. So we see Doug. So Doug, who on his journey, he ends up going to like some crater, which is basically the end of the desert. He's like, it basically, this is where it stops. And it's just, and in this kind of crater area, it's just nothing but abandoned cars. Like they're just like abandoned cars. So what we, as the watcher, can infer is that is where they put all the cars of the people that they've killed. And you know, that, this is where they come. And that this is like, perhaps the nuclear testing site and this is what's mm-hmm. created oh this that was crater. the creator or the creator of the crater the crater creator the crater creator <laughs> the crater creator this is the creator creator so in this so like there's all these types of new stuff so the the first thing that doug sees he's like he's looking in cars he's like oh my gosh so he's like grabbing stuff because it's like this is brand new so he's like grabbed like a <laughs> a little dusty like teddy bear like thing mm-hmm. for the for the for the baby and he's like Don't just going so now trash? he's yeah, so baby now, so now he's just basically shopping in these abandoned cars. We've also seen shots of like an abandoned mine that's going underground in these hills. We've just seen little like glimpses of it and mutant sounding noises coming from behind a, a mine. So we see that there is an abandoned mine. Right. Seems bad. Seems sure. bad. Uh, it, you know, yeah. That's, you know, it's, it's nothing but shots of those and binocular shots and heavy breathing mm-hmm. and stuff throughout. So okay. keep that in mind. That's throughout. Yep. Great. So like I said, now we're the dad, because like they're all wondering what people are and all this type of stuff and everybody. But anyway, so we go to the dad. The dad's got the gas station. Now it's like dark. And he's like trying to figure, find the guy. And he's like, oh, hey, somebody, whatever. He goes to the gas station. Like nobody's in there. He goes to try to get the phone. Phone don't work. Uh, he opens the thing. I think he grabs some water or something. He took some of the water, some of the fresh, pristine <laughs> water in the fucking in the cleanest fucking setup of a thing in the most desert. Like who's cleaning this anyway? <laughs> anyway, he also sees like the bag stuff or whatever. Um, and you know, and I don't know if he has a noise or something. But the suspicion is raised, so now he's like, "Well, one of the drawn. things in the bag is a cut off human ear. Oh, right, with a bunch of right. earrings in it. Like they gave him, they cut it off for him, as if like, well, you might want these earrings. <laughs> We're not going to take them out, so just here's the whole ear. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, they put the they put the ear in like one of those cartons that a hamburger box, would be in. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, uh, so you open the carton, and it's just a bloody ear with earrings on it. Ew. <laughs> so that puts him on edge. On sure. Okay. Yeah. So he sees that and uh, now guns drawn. Also, I feel like just to note, this is Buffalo Bill, this actor, just to to have that image in your mind. The same Ted Levine who pay, plays Buffalo Bill oh, in Silence that? of the Lambs. Yep. Oh, that's tight. So, yeah. Damn. All right. So great. So now, now we know that's all I'm going to refer to him as. So <laughs> Buffalo Bill, now he he comes out, he goes to the guy's car and he tries to start it. The car won't start. 
And then he hears the gas station guy in the outhouse drinking and stuff and making some noise like, I didn't want to do it. I'm sorry. Uh You know, that type of shit. Riddled with guilt. Riddled with guilt, basically, as he's like fucking drinking. Uh, Buffalo Bill comes and he's like, come out of there or whatever. And like he opens the thing and the guy, the attendant is standing there, a shotgun in one hand and like the Jim Bean or fucking whatever the fuck he's drinking on the other hand mm-hmm. and the guy's like you know hey put the gun down you know like he's all this type of stuff and the guy's just like i ain't sorry and he's like what you're kind of discerning is it is it you're trying to feel like it's being like it, who are you know like are are these his kids or are these you know because it, it feels like he it feels like it's so his musings are so personal feels personal to him yeah yeah you know what i mean where mm. it's like i didn't know you raise her you can't raise them like you know it's this you know that type of shit yeah and mm. so then he blows his own brains out with the shot guy. Boom. Okay. Now Buffalo Bill is really on edge. He's like, what the fuck? You know, da, 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 whatever. And then he ends up getting attacked. Well, first he just hears a voice going, right. Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. Ew. Right. Daddy. And he like can't oh. tell where it's coming from and is just like pointing the gun and runs back into the car. Well, that that's the good thing about this film the acoustics of the hills throwing you (laughs) off because it's like these guys are very like they know how to throw their voices Mm -hmm. and Mm. they're very stealthy you know so it's always like i don't no one can see them coming and also they're hill people man they were they were raised here they know every inch of these hills and you you don't know where the sounds are they're good at mimicking sounds right yes that comes into play so it's like all right so yeah, so that so daddy's happening. Uh, and he's like, oh, so he runs back to the car, and then that is when somebody is pops about the back seat as he's trying to like start the car or whatever, and basically cut uh, cut to the fact that it's being like <laughs> he's got we we see that he's got. <laughs> we see a shot of them like rolling him into the mine, right? His head covered in blood. The dad is not dead, but he is well, like the lucky ones die first. Is what we yeah. Learned. He's not dead, but you know. Well, unfortunately, I feel like he does die first, <laughs> but I feel like he's not still not lucky. Right? Yeah, he's not lucky. He's not dead. He's not dead. Maybe yet. they meant beauty is the lucky one. Beauty died first, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, beauty. I guess yeah, they should, should say the lucky ones die fast. <laughs> yeah. So cut to his nighttime again, and Bobby is like. I, what they hear? They hear like he hears them like calling for him, like Bobby or whatever. Like is it like whatever that kind of like wakes him up or some shit. They're just back at the camper. They're they're waiting for everyone to get back. Bobby is on edge, but hasn't told anyone that he found mm-hmm. the dog disemboweled, which is like clearly not something that happened naturally from the dog falling. Like the dog was killed, and he doesn't want to freak everybody out because he's with he's with his mom and two sisters and the baby and so he's feeling like he's got to be the the man of the of the group and he's the one that was left with the gun by his dad and so he's trying to protect them and not freak them out Mm. but also mind you he has the the worst attitude everyone can clearly be like is something wrong bobby he's like no i'm just you know i mean (laughs) like he's he's not handling it well no so anyway, so so that is happening at once he makes it back to the uh, trailer after waking up from being unconscious for hours. <laughs> oh right, because he felt yes. I'm sorry, you're you're right. They found him and brought him back to the camper. 
Right. So like, you know, this going on, they're like checking on like, oh, you know, whatever, like what happened? Just, and, you know, like when people are doting on you and you're like trying to you're like, oh, stop it, get off me, I'm fine. You know, that type of shit. So it's like it's that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. clearly he's just like, where's my daddy? Because he's like, <laughs> I'm in above him. I'm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm in over my head here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As anyone would be. <laughs> right. So, you know, that's kind of going wrong. And like everybody else is seemingly like, oh, I wonder where everybody is. But they're living in they're in naive world. They're living. They're like making dinner. They're like, you know, the sisters still being kind of like a brat. Like, see, we shouldn't have done this. Why do we even come here? Mm-hmm. Like all this type of stuff. And mom's like, I'm making dinner. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like everything is still kind of just like, mm-hmm. all right, like mm-hmm. we're going to get out of this. Everybody is assuming they're going to get out of this a lot. <laughs> oh, no. They hear something. Bobby goes outside and Beast was outside um, chained to the uh to the trailer mm. uh, outside he goes outside chain there beast gone yeah so you know bobby's like what the fuck man what the fuck you know so mm. like he kind of like he kind of like goes back inside so now he's you know every he's on edge more than anybody and everybody else is on edge of his own edgeness they're like uh-huh. what's going like that right because he's still not saying hey something happened to the dog or whatever he's still just yeah. like acting like he knows what's going on but they don't there's a little jump scare because doug returns right a little jump scare doug is doug returns it's like oh oh okay it's doug he goes to the thing and Doug's like, oh, blah, 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 whatever. Like, and like, he's like, man, look at all this cool stuff I found. It's like this and that. This. Best day of my life. Yeah. So he got a, he got a bunch of stuff. He grabbed all this stuff. He, he even has a bat. It's going to come in handy. Doug is like being level-headed cool. But once again, everybody's reacting off of what they know. Because like I said, Bobby's not telling them anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At some point, they're all kind of in a trailer, like wondering about the dad. Bobby's looking all worried. So, uh... Bobby's trying to lock up and they're like, hey, we're about to, we're about to go out. Uh, the, the older sister and Doug, and he was like, wow, what are you talking about? You sleep in the trailer. Because they were like, no, we're going to go sleep in the SUV. He's like, no, sleep in the trailer. He was like, it's small in here. Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, we're going to go sleep in the This is we're another fine, point, da, da, da. though, where they're just leaving their baby in the trailer. Right. And they're like, we're going to go sleep in the other thing. You guys sleep in here with our baby. And it's like, what? <laughs> that's wild <laughs> right so they go out to the truck and so then bobby kind of like locks up or whatever everyone goes to sleep except for bobby he stays up all nervous checking his watch freaking out with the gun in his hand and then oh he hears a barking noise i bet these people know how to bark <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, you, if the first one like they even showed the different animals that these people could do mm. um in the sense but for this one, it's just the dog. Okay. And he's making all different types of dog noises as Bobby's kind of like searching because he's like, beast, beast. Oof. And as he kind of gets closer and closer, he's kind of starting to realize that I might don't think this beast. is beast. You know what I mean? Like, I think at some point, like, he, he they might even kind of start adding extra stuff, maybe leaving little giggles. Have, a, have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> While he's out there looking for the dog, he done left the trailer open. <laughs> and guess what? There is a monster in the trailer. He's kind of going through stuff. And this is kind of like the Quasimodo one of the group. Yep. Like, but he's tall, like a big Frankenstein with a Quasimodo face. So he's kind of like going through the trailer, like looking through stuff or whatever. So clearly he sees uh, the middle daughter. Brenda. Brenda. And he's like, oh, you know, like, so he's kind of like waltzing his way over to her sleeping to the sleeping nubile young woman asleep you know what i mean like and 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 just so you know like during the movie like at some point she's like um when they're first stranded out there and it's in the daytime and she's like in her bikini top 
mm. you know, like out there sunbathing or whatever. And so she's already getting them all riled up through the binoculars. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, sort of so, asking for it in a yeah, sense. Yeah, she's asking for it or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's, what's so funny about that is then like when the mom asked them to walk to pray, she's like, ah, oh, and she puts her shirt back on and it goes over there to pray. I was like, this is clearly just this is clearly just being like we want you to see like she's like she's kind of sexy you know right. so anyway mm-hmm. it's 2006 so anyway, so- after all this is how we do it in movies <laughs> this is how there's got to be a topless shot somewhere where else are we gonna put it right we see his like kind of like deformed as can kind of like stroking her face yeah. a little bit and then so they hear like a noise uh or like he hears like a noise meaning like he sees the vibes coming back and he goes to the walkie and he's like now and they have pretty much like Christ like crucified the dad, like off in the distance. And when he said now, they lit him on fire. <gasps> so he's like, so he goes on fire. So now he's like crossed up on fire and he's like screaming, screaming. like, help me, yep. ah, help me, oh, help me, no. whatever. So now everyone's like, what the fuck? That's dead. So everybody like wakes up and they're like, oh, and they're all like running out to the thing, right? So mind you, the Quasimodo dude, he has, Bre- he has Brenda like her mouth covered and he's she's like woken in the up thing too, yeah and he's yeah she's woken up but now he's like having her uh covered up or whatever so they can't hear her screaming you know mm. so like so everybody's so preoccupied with the fact of being like we hear dad we see fire we're gonna go save dad everybody kind of like is rushing towards that man oh man and it's just brenda and that and the little baby in this camper van Oh no! And then another another one who is probably the most human looking of them, but he's still like a wild hill person. His, his name's okay. Lizard. He's got like a very big cleft lip, so you can see his like top top teeth. Mm. He's he was on top of the trailer. He comes down. Now he also goes inside the trailer where everybody goes to where the dad is. So now he's like in there and he's uh you know like now he's fucking doing there and now he's fucking drinking the milk, you know, just being nasty, like going through stuff, putting stuff in his mouth, drinking the milk, and he sees the bird cage. Now, there's a bird cage there and he's like, "Oh, yeah, here's these birds." And they're like colorful birds. Why are you bringing Birds on a fucking road trip. That's insane. I know. Just for this scene is why they brought yeah. it. <laughs> so he so he sees the birds. He takes the he he puts the hand in the cage, grabs one of the birds, and just uh bites the head off and then squeezes it Ew! like squeezes the insides in his mouth. Like a gogurt. Like a gogurt, yeah. He basically had a bird gogurt. He, uh so he he eats the bird gogurt. <laughs> Once again, also something they do in the first one. Uh, and this could have been a kitten smoothie, but Wes Craven. Okay, I prefer I prefer a bird go gurt to a kitten <laughs> smoothie. Yeah. So for sure. yeah, so uh, so yeah, so Wes Craven was like, no, I'll do I'll do bird go gurt, but we're not, <laughs> fuck with some birds, we're not doing cat smoothies. Um. So what's uh what's the what's his what's this dude's name? The other one, Pluto, is the big the big one. Pluto, the Quasimodo one is Pluto. So Pluto. Is like back there and he's kind of like getting a little bit more handsy with the girl. Ugh. And that's when Lizard walks back there and he's like, and mind you, Lizard is smaller than Pluto, but mentally he owns his mentals. So he's like, get off her. You have to be a man to, you know, whatever. And like, so Pluto like runs off embarrassed to the other side of the trailer. Like it is like, he runs, like, oh, and he like runs off and he's like mad. And he's like smashing stuff. And he's like really upset. He's like fucking mad. Like he's destroying. Punches everything. the bird cage. Like, he punches the bird <laughs> cage. Like he's fucking, he's fucking upset about this. Now, I know they gave you all a warning 
but I want to give you one as well. <laughs> it's coming. For this part. It's happening now. Uh, so now Lizard is back there and he's like, you know, like, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Oh, God. And they don't necessarily like show Lizard assaulting this woman. Mercifully, it does not really show. But you just know that that you, is You happening. know, you also kind of see the background-esque, and, but it doesn't seem as if it's like one person like having sex to somebody, but it's a it's movement enough to be like, I'm going to infer that's what it is, but mm-hmm. I don't know 100% that's what's happening. He could just be like really still just like groping her or just like being a, a wild or whatever. That's not good. But it's not good. He It is... Sexual assault at at the, at a minimum, most likely rape. Yeah. By her reaction, I would say, yeah, he he took advantage of this yeah. person to the extreme. Um, yes. Okay. So anyway, uh, so Horrifying. like that's that's going on. That's happening. She's screaming, and uh, oh, they like extinguish Bob. Yeah. So they're like they extinguish Buffalo Bill, and he's like toast. He's for sure dead. And so yeah. the mom is hysterical, like, that's that's not who is that? I don't, you know, like every and, and mm. it's like, just get get her out of here because she's going crazy. And then like he's like, get do this. What are we? You know, like Doug is trying to like keep everybody like together. Like we need go get some da 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 whatever this type of stuff is happening. But everybody's clearly like freaking out. They're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Right. Mm-hmm. At this point. Uh, Bobby walked off and Doug is still kind of handling the dad stuff and mom and sister or at first at least sister uh, the older sister they're going back to the trailer mm-hmm. and Lynn goes in first and so when she goes in she sees the two and she's just like worried about her baby because I think Lizard is like now holding the baby yeah Lizard oh, is holding the baby and he says something about like how plump and delicious the baby looks or something like that. Oh, the right. implication. Oh, juicy, I think, is what he's like. So plump and juicy. Plump and juicy. Yes. So now he's holding the baby. Lynn just is trying to, you know, just she just wanted the baby to hurt the first, baby. With no, it. first here again, she fucking picks up a huge frying pan and smacks him over the head and he falls right. holding the baby like he could have and he does fall onto the baby. So it's another thing oh where, right. where she just uh, she is doing it out of a the instinct of a mother. But it is kind of like that could have gone bad. <laughs> right. Sure. Right. But then he pulls a gun on the baby. The, and so he pulls a gun on the baby. The baby loves so it. So the gun to the baby. They cut out all the part where they, the baby's cooing at the gun and loving mm-hmm. the gun. So it just seems like it's a menacing, it's a menacing shot. Um, so now she's like being compliant. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> cause at first I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. And then I was like, oh no, which was this? <laughs> so, lizard, so, so lizard goes and he, he undoes her like strap of her of her thing <sighs> and you clearly see that she has on like a bra that like pregnant women a have maternity on. bra like a maternity yeah like a maternity bra which i was like oh yeah i know what that bra is but it wasn't dawning on me and then so then like he then he kind of pulls that thing to the side and just so you know you don't really see you don't see breasts or anything in this movie so if anybody's worried about hey i don't want to yeah, see that's nudity, what i'm worried about that's yeah, <laughs> but the thing that happens is he he's he's going towards her breast. I'm like, oh, okay, she's about to, you know, do some sexual stuff to her. But what he actually does is he started sucking breast milk. Yep. From yeah, that's uh, what I thought was um, from Lynn. Yep. 
So now he's like sucking breast milk from Lynn. <laughs> uh, and she's just kind of like stand, standing there like, what do, you know, Frozen you can see her face being fear. like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, what do I, yeah, you know what I mean? Because he, I think uh, is, yeah, still pointing the gun at the baby. He's got a gun right. in his hand too. As he's taking huge slurps of breast oh, milk from her Jesus. breast. Um, um, <laughs> and he's enjoying it. Elizabeth's doing his thing. So uh, anyway, so that's when mom comes in. Like, as this is happening. What a scene to walk into. She comes in and, yeah, immediately blows her whole fucking torso out. She gets shot instantly. Like, the, the huge gun. Like, shot so hard that she does that movie thing where she flies back. She was like, the, the gun was so strong, she's, she's flew back. Okay. Boom. She dead. I don't know what if anything happens after that, but for all intents and purposes, all intents and purposes, headshot, bam, shoots Lynn. She did. Ain't no coming back from this. And what, when they heard the first shots or when they hear the shots, that's when everyone's like, the trailer. So then now Bobby's coming back to the trailer. Doug's running back to the trailer. And everybody knows that they're coming back. So now they're trying to make their escape. Lizard tried to shoot Brenda, but he's out of bullets. And then he just goes, I'm going to come back for you later. Which Ew. that really, that really, that really shook her to her core. Yeah. Like, I feel like she was living with that for the rest of the film. Uh, he's like, I'm gonna come back for you later. Ugh. So they're like, so they run off into the thing as Doug and Bobby come back. I think Bobby lets off a couple shots at them as they're like trying to get away or whatever. Yeah. Mm. And so, and then they kind of go into the trailer and you know witness all the madness. Uh, Brenda, I this is the thing that kind of annoys me about scary movies. I get it because it's a very, it's like a very crazy scenario. It's not happening. It's scary. It's all this type of stuff. But sometimes people are so hysterical. It's just like, <laughs> gosh, shut up. <laughs> like, and Brenda is going nuts. And the first one is even worse. I wanted to be like, oh, just, wow. She, this is so terrible. It's like, I can't, you know, you can't be the person that's being like, I don't know how somebody would act in a scenario like this. But like, as an actor, you're like, I don't know. I think you're overdoing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is a lot. Yeah. Dial it back. But at the same time, she has been tortured and, you know, watched raped and everything. So, and, like, yeah. she's like, so clearly, like, she just watched too since it's her mom and her sister get shot. So, you know. She's not, not, not good. It's, so, it's just like, I understand it. But as a person watching the film, I'm like, all right, there's some levels to this. This is a lot. So, <laughs> anyway, so this is happening, whatever. They're trying to calm everybody down. And, and like, she's fucking freaking out. And, <laughs> you know, and now she's just like, you know, everything's all this stuff is happening and like and Bobby's like, what are we going to do? And da da da. And and Doug is like, we just need to think because Bobby's like trying to he Bobby wants to just go out there and just fucking hunt them down, I guess, or whatever. And Bobby's like, we need to think. We need to think. So forth. And then I think that's when that's the moment when Bobby really challenges Doug, where he's like, my dad's right about you. You don't you know, you don't do anything. You want to just. So what are you going to think? They got your daughter. You just want to sit here and do nothing or whatever. You know, I mean, he's basically. Oh, being right. Like, they took the baby. Did we say that? I forgot. Right. Oh, yeah. They took the baby. If we didn't say that, <laughs> I mean, I would assume everybody would have assumed that. But if you <laughs> were like, baby. oh, OK. And what happened to, if, you, if you've been sitting here listening to me being like, but where's the baby? Well, at least where's the baby's the baby? OK. <laughs> where's the baby? They took the baby with them. Took the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. So now they're all in the trailer trying to get their wits about them. Mm. Uh, they hear some noises. They're like waiting for a little bit. Bobby shoots through the door. They they hear some. They, they hear like voices. They hear like the voices of some of the hill people. Um, they shoot through the door. Then they go outside and they realize that it's Beast. And Beast has a walkie-talkie because 
earlier in the thing, Beast ends up killing one of the walkie-talkie people that's like the watch out guy. Mm. So he's like watching from the right. thing. So Beast has killed one of them and he brought back the walkie-talkie. And so now they're like, oh, so now they're like hearing the people talk on the walkie-talkie. Mm. I- I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, they got the drop because now they can hear the thing. But immediately Doug is just like, why are you doing this to the walkie-talkie? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever surprise they had is over with. Mm-hmm. Then they just put the baby on the walkie-talkie and oh. you just hear the baby like cooing and stuff or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like oh and i think that's the thing that turns bobby into like a man or whatever mm-hmm. uh i'm not bobby i'm sorry doug into like a man yeah so now it goes to the next day and doug is going off to try to like he's gonna be like i'm going off to do you know whatever whatever so um and he's leaving them at the trailer and so now it's like two separate things going on so now uh bobby and brenda are at the at the trailer and they're kind of like home alone style like rigging up the trailer mm-hmm. whatever they take a tire off and they burn it up and that was which is brenda's idea and i point that out because at one point bobby's like nobody's gonna see your fucking tire like you we're fucking we're gonna we're gonna you know what i mean like everyone it, it looks pretty bleak and they don't feel very confident that they're gonna but make it's it out nice of this. to see her trying something and not just screaming and crying i feel like it's like her mm-hmm. one moment right. of taking some sort of action so it's nice right. that she, it's nice she did that good for brenda <laughs> Right. So they're sitting there and they're doing they're doing that thing, whatever. And so we smash cut and now uh <laughs> Doug and all of his uh tech analyst glory is like walking through the desert with a bat in one hand with beast on a chain, like beast is on a chain, like in the other mm-hmm. hand, like and he's like basically looking for beast to kind of sniff out where the baby is. So like beast is going like they're going through the desert or whatever. And I, I, I just I can't stress enough how untough he looks. I just want to yeah. make sure everybody realizes mm. that khaki pants, button up, sweat, super sweaty. He looks a little bit like Martin Starr to me. Mm. Yeah, I he can looks see that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to me, he looks kind of like if Aaron Paul, the dude from Bad, Breaking yeah. Bad, mm-hmm. had like glasses and a shaggy haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's everything. And so like he's like you know walking to the thing, whatever. And essentially, he comes to sort of like an abandoned town looks like a whole a bit it's it's almost um uh i think it is you know i don't know anything about how they do nuclear testing but from what i've seen in movies they put like mm-hmm. haven't you seen like little the mannequins or whatever that they're when they're doing tests they like have people in the vicinity to see how it like fake people in the vicinity to see how it is maybe that's not oh, a thing but i feel like i've seen that in movies yeah no that's a right? movie yeah that's like so like it'll be <laughs> yeah. like anything that's like yeah nuclear testing or whatever so like when you go Little, to like, it it'll be like toy town human-sized toy town to be like how would it yeah yeah so it'll be like mannequins and like swings or like mannequins sitting at the kitchen table outside of stuff yeah. so like this happened some of the mannequins kind of like have are like burned you know like or yeah. have that like dark soot mm-hmm. as like look to it like all the type of stuff town. like clearly this town is not it's a creepy Spooky. town mm-hmm. yeah so now he's like sniffing around the town with the dog because he's like trying to find the baby and he's like come on find a baby whatever and it gets to a place and he's like, is this what a thing is? And then we see this big fucking like bubble faced, scary, like, like if somebody had took, it's like, he looked like if somebody had took a brain and then made it into a face, like a head, <laughs> like, um, and then like, and then he had that, that thing around your head that, you know, that people have when, when they like, like break their neck or get it. It's like that those it's in, uh, 
titan to titan that that head brace thing that metal rods yeah like a oh yeah 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 and i think it's right. if you have like a spinal injury maybe but i think so yeah, yeah. so it's like imagine somebody the size of like michael clark duncan mm-hmm. uh um the guy green mile mm-hmm. guy the big black dude from mm-hmm. green mile uh that size with like <laughs> but he's like deformed so clearly doug's got a hot uh yeah Doug's not beating this guy with the baseball bat. No way. No. So like Doug kind of like hides and then the dog makes a little noise, which is weird to me because I was like the dog. I would have thought the dog was being really stealth, too. But Mm. I'm thinking like this is a dog. Like dogs aren't this quiet. A dog would be barking. Yeah. Yeah, Like the dog like so. But the dog was pretty quiet the whole time uh, for most of it. He makes a little noise. The guy kind of turns around. So somehow Doug sneaks into like a car that was there. I don't know. We have to get into logistics or something. That's crazy. Somehow <laughs> Doug sneaks to a car quietly. Sure. So the guy looks, he doesn't see anybody and he kind of continues with his business. Like he's he's like working. He's like lugging some stuff from one end of the town to the next. I don't know. Or to the other. I, I don't think know. it's bodies. I think it's human bodies that he's just yes. dragging around. Right. You're right. Um, so Doug goes into one of the houses into the thing, which that seemingly the baby was in yeah and we kind of hear a tv and and he's kind of like quietly going through the house like looking through the thing or whatever sees the baby um he sees the baby and then he sees like a hill person like a woman seemingly who's like combing the hair of a doll yeah as she's watching uh a court show. Divorce she's court. watching. She's watching divorce court. Okay. She's watching divorce court on this TV as things happening. So in my mind, this is the moment where I would kind of go like, "Okay, Doug, I don't know what's going on with you, but get the jump on her, hit her in the back of the head with a thing." Um, but no, Doug's gonna go like, "All right, I'm gonna sneak by her, go get my baby out, and then sneak past her again or whatever." I'm like, "That's a lot of steps." Stupid Doug. Just, fucking pacifist. Anyway, so anyway, Doug gets to the. To where the baby is, he goes to grab the baby. Next thing we know, turn around and the woman is now there and she knocks him unconscious, whatever. Yep, 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 yep. You know, I think back at the other place, like they're still getting this shit together, whatever. They've set up like a little tripwire perimeter. Um, And what happens is the watcher guy, the guy who ate the dog earlier, or like the guy who was eating the dog leg earlier. Mm. um, He gets, so the tripwire goes off and they get they get a, tricked into right. thinking it's a tumbleweed, but then they find that the mom's body is gone. Right. And Bobby follows a blood trail to find the, yeah, the, the dog leg guy eating his mom. You hear him like rip her um, rib cage open Ew. and he's like eating her organs. And then he sees him and chases him back. And Bobby just running and shooting without even looking, just shooting. And they only have, he has said, like, <sighs> not very many bullets left. And he's just running Bobby. and not even looking where he's shooting. It was making This me is so the mad. funniest thing yet. Yeah, I thought that was so crazy to me because Bobby was like, at this point, Bobby's like gung ho. He's like, um, he's upset. And yeah, it was sure, so would funny be to be. But it's so funny to have been like, so he sees the guy. The guy is like, sees him, see him kind of like gets up and Bobby has a gun and I'm like, well, Bobby, you have the gun. Yeah. Just shoot <laughs> yeah. this guy. But Bobby immediately is like, ah, oh, and he just like turns away to run. I'm mm-hmm. like, and Bobby, then he like, starts just shooting. let off a couple shots to this guy. You're right. You're like, he's like running away trying to shoot this guy. But I'm like, just shoot the guy like right there. Like, what are you talking about? It. Right. You gotta just do it. So anyway, so yeah, that is happening. He ends up going. So like they end up going 
running back to the trailer where they have everything set up. Uh, and then, so then they both run into the trailer. Now, what the guy doesn't know is they set up this whole little booby trap thing and they turn on all the gas in the trailer and, um, and they put matches to the door. So they, so they get to, so they sneak out the back of the trailer, um, out of, out of the window. And so the guy comes up to the trailer and he's like, Oh, I'm going to get him now. And so when he opens the trailer door, the matches strike, like I said, and they turn the gas on whole trailer blows up meanwhile right. they're at the top of the hill like you know hiding behind something whatever the whole trailer blows up got one of them thank god now we come back and doug wakes up in a freezer like and I, but it's probably not a freezer because it's not cold it's just like a freezer that yes. that you just store something in yeah 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 um like okay. uh like a meat freezer type deal okay. um and he's like oh what am i in now clearly anybody in their mom knows what he's in like we could clearly see immediately that he's in there with bodies and and limbs and all types of stuff. So he takes like a match or something and he lights the match and it's like, oh, no, that's so true. It's lit for us. It's daytime. It's like lit in a way that it's from the first shot. We see just limb severed limbs all around him. But right. it does still play it as if, like, he can't see it. A minute later, it's a shock. <laughs> right. yeah. And mind you, the the top is like I'm assuming that the top is like dirt. clear. Yeah, it's but like, like covered dirty. in covered in a yeah, it's covered in dirt. dirt. But it's still like there's a little bit of something. Like you should have known that before you did the match. Also, I'd imagine that it would smell absolutely horrible. The smell would be a hint, also. Yeah, and I think I would know what. I think I would know what a what a arm would feel like on the back of my neck. <laughs> so anyway, so like, so he's in the thing. So now he's like, oh, so now he's like hitting the thing, trying to get out of the thing. Because like I said, it's only, it's very not, it's not like it's metal or anything. Yeah. So he's like really beating the Nothing thing. Nothing in this town is like new high sure. end equipment. Like everything is pretty old and shitty. Right. So. Like they locked it, but it's like. I'm just going to beat it a couple of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So he's like hitting it with his hand a bunch. Me, myself, I would have definitely did some leg stuff in there. I probably would have got him out sooner, but mm, whatever. He's yep. just hitting it with his hands. So he finally hits it with his hand. He finally breaks out of the thing. He like, he comes out. And he's like gasping for air. But now he's like determined. Cause like, and this is the, this is the point I want to make earlier. They were making him seem like he was this weak telecommunications guy. But then this is the moment in the film where you really, where he has to be. Cause at this point, like the fact that he is not dead, is amazing like this made me realize he's the toughest guy he's the toughest one of them all (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh because he gets he gets beat up a few different times a lot uh so he so so now he's like going around he's looking for the baby um he's like creeping around he's like still creeping he's creeping around trying to figure out like what happened to the baby all type of stuff there's just mannequins everywhere too so it like keeps being like oh someone's there someone's there but it's always just a little mannequin but then he sees Big Bob's body at a dinner table with an American flag, like the burnt to a crisp body with an American right. flag protruding out of his head. Right. Like uh. American flag had been speared into his head. And I, so I think he, does he hear, is he saying the, is he, he's singing the national anthem? Is that? Yeah. Like, he's singing the national anthem. So, so you hear somebody singing the national anthem and like, and like Doug is kind of like walking towards where it's coming from. And then when he gets to the room, it's like <laughs> it's like the it's like the quintessential deformed boss. It's like an old old guy in like a wheelchair. He hasn't moved at all, and he looks extra bloated, you know. Like, and he has a head that's like a, this huge head. Like, it's like everything about this guy's deformed, 
right? And he's like, I know, you know, like every he's like all he's like all fucked up and all this type of stuff. Like they're like, all right, he's he's super gross, right? This character's name is Big Brain. Yeah, this character's name is Big Brain. Okay, um, which I did not know. And so he's in the chair and he's like singing the national anthem or whatever. And then body kind of comes in and, and then like and so Big Brain starts to kind of like talk to him or or like he's like, "Where's my baby?" or something like this. And Big Brain is like, "I don't know. I never leave here or some shit like <laughs> this, right?" Because clearly, like if nobody's wheeling him around, he can't move. He gives us like a little bit of backstory. You don't need much. <laughs> this is this is yeah. hilarious because at some point I'm like, so basically the backstory is being like, you know, they tried to push us from our homes and that we would leave. And so when they were trying to do the things, they pushed us to the mountains or whatever. We were went to the we went to mines. We were pushed into the mines and they blew out. You created us. You made you us all ma- the way we you are. You made us. You know what I mean? It was like oh that God, type of it. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like that type of thing. And you're like, this is like an hour 30 into the movie like yeah. at this point i don't need this exhibition yeah, i'm not like, asking these questions <laughs> anymore yeah right? like at this point i'm just like whatever like and the speech is not moving no. like it's not like at that point doug is like oh i, I finally never mind like, <laughs> like you know I, I i relate to you all now i guess it's like it had it does nothing yeah yeah then next thing you know the guy from uh pluto. earlier pluto big guy he comes out of nowhere and now it's like, and now he's like fucking dug up. Like he's like throwing stuff. He's like, you know, all type of stuff. Doug's trying to get away. He's like all this type of stuff, you know. And um, He has an and axe. He has like an axe. And so they go like to the whole choreograph thing, like slam down. Doug rolls out the way. Doug do this type of thing, so on and so forth. We you know, all this type of stuff. So Doug ends up kind of running away, getting away, right? And he's like, oh, he like runs to the bathroom or something. And he pushes like a tub in front of the bath uh, the the door like as he's sitting there being like oh you know and he's kind of like sitting there now mind you i haven't seen this dude uh pluto use a door once <laughs> so i'm like he's not coming through this door dude what do you think so and sure enough <laughs> pluto busts through the wall right like bust through the, he bursts through the wall he like grabs him up they're like fighting a little bit like you know and like i mean he's like Doug is like bloody like he's fucking them up yeah and essentially what happens is like Doug has something and the guy swings down his axe at the thing and he chops the thing in half which basically makes it kind of like a, a stake like a like that you would have like with a vampire oh like it's a, his baseball a, bat yeah he like breaks right. it and uh, so right. that like right. basically turns it into a yeah stake right so he he had the baseball bat and he basically, his chops it with a knife, ends up turning it into the stake. And so as the guy's kind of lunging for him, Doug stabs him with the stake into the thing. Okay. Into the, right into the belly. Right into Ooh. the belly. Which I, the guy kind of like takes it out. Yikes. Yeah, he, it, sh- it seems like it should be a mortal injury. Mm. <laughs> but for Pluto, it is not. Yeah, it, it, it was not. At some point, the axe, he chops... Doug's fingers off. I think maybe also oh, while right. he's like reaching for the thing, Doug loses right. loses a couple fingers, and Ugh. it's not looking good for Doug. And there's a part in which he's able to get a screwdriver from somewhere, finds it on a floor or something, and looks so pathetic and blood. He's like on his knees with a little screwdriver to Pluto who has this axe and he's crying and his glasses have fallen off too. So he can't really see Ugh. a real nightmare to need glasses in a horror scenario. Oh my God. I know. Oh, yeah. And he just starts crying 
and that's when they're all kind of like, Haha, you know, like when they're like now, now we're going to, and he kind of does that thing that people do in movies where it's like, got your ass. Uh-huh. And then like, ends up getting the upper hand and ends up killing the dude with his, uh, basically ends up killing the dude with his own axe. He's, he, he screwdrives him in the foot. Right. Takes, Ew. takes the American flag through the throat. And then, ah! and then gets the axe from him and axes him in the skull. Right. Damn, that'd do it. And he's for sure dead now. Yeah, now he's for sure. Yeah, dead. he did a lot of stuff, and then now he's for sure dead. And he puts his he puts his glasses back on after that, and there's Ugh. like triumphant music playing, and he's just mm-hmm. drenched head to toe in blood. <laughs> drenched head to toe in blood. Oof. He gets grabs the axe. Obviously, it's a superior weapon. Sure. Now he grabs the axe and he goes out. Because now he's like, I got to go. I have to find the baby. So he leaves Big Brain alone. Uh, and Big Brain is not like, kill the baby or something, whatever, through some fucking walkie-talkie or whatever. And like, Big, and Big Brain is like laughing, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, he's fucking like, what do you call it? And then little do we know, there's Beast. And Beast <gasps> kind of comes out the wings and he's like, ah, it's feeding time. And then so Big Brain immediately goes from like, ha, 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 triumphant to like, oh, shit. And the dog <laughs> runs up and he fucking like, yeah, you don't see him all him, but outside you can hear him being mauled now damn this dog is fucking i was gonna say i like that beast just knows who to kill (laughs) right beast knows what's up buffalo bill really taught the dog to like to how to protect his family (laughs) Mm -hmm. so now the 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 fucking neck brace head guy frankenstein brain head dude whatever he's heard all this noise or whatever so now he's coming to like do the thing and doug sneaks up on him um hits him with the axe like ah, chops with the axe the dude falls doug takes the other side of the axe which makes it seem more like a pick now like a like a like the pickaxe side of the axe and he fucking wedges in the back of his skull so now doug is the fucking man so uh ruby the 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 curious the curious girl Uh, red sweatshirt uh she is like with lizard or lizard now he's trying to come kill the baby so uh ruby has been kind of like around the baby you know because she's like she actually cares about the well-being of this child Mm. and so like uh lizard comes in and he's like move like i'm gonna kill the baby or whatever so she's like oh she like runs off or whatever so when now he's about to kill the baby he like unfurls the blanket or whatever and he realizes the baby is a pig that they had they have a pig and it ends up being a baby pig and not the baby and he's like ruby Ruby. so he's like ruby (laughs) ruby's running away with the baby now to the hills lizard sees ruby and he's chasing after ruby doug sees ruby and he's chasing after ruby doug ends up catching up to ruby first she's gonna try to give him the baby lizard comes out of nowhere doug and lizard they start fighting they get into a tangle. They're like doing a thing or whatever. Lizard is using the spike strip that they use to um, pop the tires of the truck as like a whip. It's a very scary Yikes. weapon. <laughs> right. They're like, you know, they're like they're having a little back and forth. This is Doug's. And with each fight, Doug is just getting stronger and stronger. <laughs> Lizard whips Doug on the head with this fucking spike strip. Again, another injury that looks... Like it should have been a kill shot. <laughs> like it looks yeah. so bad. And Doug fa- falls and Lizard like gets on him and starts punching him too. And he's just like pouring blood from his head now. It's looking pretty bad. In this fight, oh, I should say. So earlier when Doug had killed the dude with the pickaxe, he then the dude had a shotgun. Mm. Mm. Now after the fight or whatever. So at some point when they're fighting, Doug 
ends up getting the shotgun back because he loses it in, in, well, during the after fight. he's gotten like whipped to the head there's a funny moment where he's it's looking bad like he's on the ground he's hearing the baby cry ruby's holding the baby lizards like trying to get the baby from ruby and he looks down at his bandaged hand with his missing fingers and his wedding ring is still on it, like it hasn't fallen off, mm. even though that finger is gone. <laughs> like the wedding thing, the wedding ring <laughs> remains, and that's like what gives him this little last burst of energy. Yeah. Oh my god! To grab the shotgun, right? So he grabs the shotgun, and he ends up shooting Lizard. Lizard is, you know, down. All intents and purposes, Lizard, Lizard is gone. Okay. So now Ruby is like going to give Doug the baby back. Like, here's the baby, whatever. Like, he has the baby, whatever. So, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, what are they going to do with this child? Like, Yeah, where do they Ruby, go from here? With? Like, Ruby doesn't, like, Ruby, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know, because Ruby, Ruby clearly is, like, team whatever their last name is. Uh-huh. So, yeah. like, to me, it seemed like Ruby was, if they're going to save anybody, it would be Ruby. Like, if, if they're going to be like, oh, we're taking one oh, person with okay, us that okay. really helped you us, think they were it would be Ruby. Bring her because with. as a watcher, you're like, man, I really care about Ruby's well being. Clearly, she, you know. Yeah. Is he about to fucking yeah, kill take, Ruby? Take her away from this life. Yeah. But you also realize because she is deformed that, like, oh, she probably won't fit in. You know what I mean? So it's like, sure. it's, a double, it's a double-edged sword. So anyway, so as he's like, the baby, and they're kind of having a little moment, she realizes uh, Lizard has gotten up. And he has the shotgun because I guess after oh, Doug no. shot him, Doug put the shotgun R- down. laid it right next to him. Right next to him. <laughs> no, can't do that. So Ruby sees it and she's like, "Oh!" And she like runs in front of uh of like between, between the gun, and she ends up pushing Lizard off of the uh the mountain Whoa. with her as well. Like so, she pushes him. They both fall off the mountain. And uh, and so like when you you run over it and all you see is like him on the ground and like her on the ground too. They're both dead. Um, so she saved Doug. She her wow. she her own life to save Doug. So they were like, all right, now that plot point is taken care of. Ooh, nice date. <laughs> um, so Bobby and Brenda are at at the trailer, like just kind of like you know seemingly like well they killed the dude but everything's on fire they don't you know they're just kind of just like standing around and then off in the distance you know like with that type of like uh like you're like what is do i see anything and it's bloody doug the bloodiest person you've ever seen in your life slowly trudging along baby in one hand dog on the chain in the other wow. like uh, like zombie coming back like i survived like type of thing and they're like duh Doug, Doug, and they like all run towards Doug. He does look so like vacant behind the eyes at this point too. Like, like he's not even smiling like, at this reunion. He is just a little shell of a, a shell of a Doug person. Is no longer the person that he once was. Yeah, yeah, that would be the case. And so he's kind of coming back with the baby. The baby is seeming surprisingly well, given the fact that it probably hasn't eaten in a while. It's been. It's the hottest day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of stuff is going on and the baby's pretty chill. So the, I'll give baby Catherine that. The Catherine's a chill baby. Yeah. Chill baby. Um, so they're like in the middle of the desert. Now, mind you, like we already pointed out, like we've already seen that most of their resources are used and they don't have anything. Well, and they, like, yeah, they, they blew they up their trailer. Their, yeah, exactly. They blew up that trailer. They The tires, they took middle off of some nowhere. of the tires no of, their, of, their, uh, of their fucking truck. 
Like, clearly everything is, like, terrible, but they're just, like, standing there, like, in the middle of the desert, like, in this kind of big hug, like, oh, like, okay, we got through the first thing. We finally got who, whoever was our families alive. We all got us all back together. We're all in a hug thing. Cut to heavy breathing, look through binoculars again. So it's, like, a different layer of hill people are now watching them. <laughs> like, it's, like, and then that is the end of the film. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I honestly like that ending. I like a I like a dark ending to a horror movie. It's a horror movie. I don't want it to have a happy ending, you know? Seems like Also like to your point, there's they're not getting out of it. Like the other option but, is to yeah. die slowly in the desert with a, scr- right. a screaming baby. Like that mm-hmm. it, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What how does it end in the original? Do they get rescued or something? In the original what happens is because I remember when I told you the plot point is not the fact it's nuclear stuff. Mm. Uh, basically, what happens is same same vibe of gas station worker, but instead his story is I was married, I had this girl, we had this beautiful child, and then we had this baby. It was a hairy baby that was you know. So basically, he's like he had some kind of weird baby. The baby was evil. Clearly, he ended up uh, the baby ended up setting uh, their house on fire or whatever, killing uh. the youngest daughter or the daughter. Um, and so he and he knew that it child did it even though there wasn't proof so he ended up taking the kid to the desert he because he was like he can't survive out here or whatever and i guess the child grew up and became a hill person became like a hill person uh how has he puts it uh kidnapped some whore that nobody would miss okay <laughs> had kids of his own and basically they're just like these kind of like hill people race kind of thing so they don't so they're not deformed like and even the even like the nasty. even the hairy dad yeah they're just like nasty so ruby is like probably she should see a dentist but other than that it's like <laughs> if, yeah. if i was out with a friend and he was like hey man i'm trying to holler at this other girl so you got to talk to the friend and ruby was the friend i'd be like all right you know what i mean like it wouldn't be like a deal breaker like <laughs> she was fine so like so i say all that to say so in that one, Ruby ends up helping them, like helping Doug get away from their version, that version of Lizard. Doug ends up killing him and everybody's dead because there's only them. So it's only like if every uh-huh. so it's only that family and everybody's dead except the mom. They had a mom who we got to see, but I don't know. I don't think she was about anything. So they didn't really care. So they end up killing everybody. And then Ruby and then Doug ends up coming back with the baby and the dog and Ruby. And he's like, and then like, as they're kind of like, the music is kind of playing and he's kind of pointing like, yeah. And he's pointing like, yeah. And she helped me that type of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Oh, and then Ruby and the girl, Brenda end up kind of like clasping hands. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like almost as like, you're one of us now you're, mm-hmm. you're with us. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like a slow pan of as you kind of just see like just the hands in the frame holding holding hands in the frame or whatever nice. and the dog's kind of like in the background and it's kind of like that's their happy ending I where see. it's like okay. so still they might have just died in the desert they still might have just died in the desert though presumably ruby could help them sort of figure out right it's, it seems more open-ended to like right. them surviving than in this one where it feels like oh you're not gonna make right. this. you're definitely not making it out of this you're getting killed okay well I have some wow. really bad news for you guys. <laughs> oh, no. And that is that this movie is based on a real life story. <laughs> no. And it is. <laughs> sounds very funny. But the real life story of Swanky Bean. <laughs> Swanky Bean? Swanky Bean. He was uh, born in the 1700s in Scotland. And 
I think similarly, his dad was like some sort of, uh, I guess not gas station, but I think like a carpenter or mechanic or something like that, where he was supposed to be that, but then met a woman Mm -hmm. and they found out that they both shared the same taste for human flesh and they fled and went and lived together in a cave near the Galloway coast and would just pick people off of that, like came onto that road and kill them and eat them. So, uh, the exact number of children and grandchildren the pair raised in the cave is unknown, but over the 25 years they called it home, it is believed they raised and cohabitated with nearly 50 family members. So that's got to be incestuous, right? Like Absolutely. I feel like they're just like creating a oh, gross little family, cannibal <laughs> family. And uh, they would make meals out of clueless travelers who unfortunately meals. came across their hunting ground. <laughs> Capture people by night and dismember their victims in a cave before picking, pickling, excuse me, pickling, salting, and eating the body parts. It's alleged that they murdered and ate upwards of a thousand people over the years. And at one point, one of the victims escaped and lived, and that prompted the king to (laughs) send troops to the find the cannibalistic group. They led a group of 400 men, soldiers, I would presume to the caves where they found horrors beyond their comprehension. They were all so shocked at what they beheld that they were almost ready to sink into the earth. I just really like this description. Who's <laughs> I'm ready to sink into I'm ready the to earth. Sink into the earth. Uh, legs, arms, thighs, hands, and feet, feet of men, women, and children were hung up in rows like dried beef. A great many <laughs> limbs lay in, in pickle. What? And a great mass of money, both gold and silver, with watches, rings, swords, pistols, large quantity of clothes, infinite number of other things, which they had taken from those who they had murdered, uh, were thrown together in heaps. And from there, the family was taken into custody by the monarchy and executed for their crimes against humanity. <laughs> Wait, wow. what, what years was this? Se- this? 1700 Scotland. Ooh, yikes. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's really wild. I couldn't believe it. Wow. I got to give it also, it's like completely unconcerned with the final girl trope. Like, it's like, we'll let the men handle this one. Like, even... Yeah, well, the women will be sexually abused and then and killed, and then they will let Doug sort of handle it. <laughs> I also like that even the even the dog that survived was the man. Is the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man. They kept it the same. They were like, "Hey, in the first one, all the women died. So why would we? Why would well, we? Why would we change it?" Wes was like, "Hey, man, I'm not going to be the person that's going to just make a female Ghostbusters or a thing just because the people <laughs> are saying it. Like, like they died like that's that in the first me. one, and they die, they're dying in this one." I re- I respect it. You know what? I gotta say, honestly, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> see see okay, what I tell great. you? See, see, great, great, great. It's no, I spit on your grave. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Um, but I am still happy that Henley was she would not spared. have liked it. Henley has a um small baby, and she struggles with movies with babies in any capacity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she would have been particularly. I mean, well, just so she knows, the baby survived to the end of this film. That's you know. true. The baby's totally. But the baby fine. 
will die. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's no question. Uh, it's true. The, the baby will die. <laughs> no question. Yeah, the, uh, the baby no absolutely question. will die. Also, I feel like I at, up top. I was like, Henley's too sick. I, she's Henley's gonna be fine. Just don't, just listeners, don't worry about Henley. She's she just she got to rest, uh, rest up, and take care of her baby mm-hmm. today. She'll be fine. She'll be back. Wish well, her, yeah, I mean, the thing that well. I'm thinking about is being like, even if the hill people don't kill the baby, the baby just won't be able to survive in those conditions. No, they literally no. have no food. No, the they baby have is no not food, going, no nothing. None of them are going to survive. He has deep wounds. They're going to get infected at, at best. Like, it's not, we're not, it's not good. Yeah, they yeah. don't have any fucking water. The dog doesn't have food, and we know that the dog can kill people and will. Yeah, great point. I mean, maybe they, if, they, if anything, maybe they can make it back to the gas station. Maybe. And maybe, and, and maybe get some of the stuff that's in there. But yeah, yeah, that's I don't know true. how they're going to I don't know how they're going to get out of the de- out of the desert that's not walking. Yeah, no. they're going to well, have to walk to that gas station. There is a Hills Have Eyes, too. So, mm-hmm. well, thank God, <laughs> God for <laughs> that. Find out. I don't know if Ugh. it's about the, uh, a straight continuation of the story, but yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. It, but I would if it was, I would love to pick up right at this moment. Continue on with their journey. Yeah, <laughs> they start right here. Um, and just to answer our question from earlier, who do you guys want to be in this film? Which character would you want to be if you had to be one of them? I think Bobby, right? Is like, oh yeah, Bobby makes only... it out pretty much fine. He has to see a lot of bad stuff, but he doesn't get sexually assaulted and he doesn't get killed. Mm. It's like either Bobby or maybe Ethel, like someone who does die very fast. I was going to say, if, if the people who get killed, I would want to be Ethel because she... She saw some bad stuff, but then she didn't suffer physically very much. Um, my character would be Beast because oh, yeah. Yeah. that's, you know, he's pretty much the toughest person on the field, uh, mm-hmm. in the film. And True. he's like killing people left and like he's like yeah. taking no prisoners with the murders. That's a good dog. His body is a weapon. His body is a mm-hmm. weapon. He's like a devil dog. Devil dog. Who are you going to be, Sam? I you think be Bobby. I think Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good call. He'll be traumatized, and again, he will also won't survive. He'll also he, die. That's the thing is, like, he, maybe there he is going to die. Beast might mm-hmm. not. I think Beast actually could probably maybe survive. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can all agree that in this last bit, the worst person to be would probably be Brenda, because yes. if they don't kill Absolutely. her first, they're definitely they're using gonna, her yeah. for a while before they do. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus, you know, so yeah, yeah it's just gonna be this gonna be bad, 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 bad to be Brenda. Sorry, Brenda. Um. Well, cool. Great. Um. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Uh, Ronnie. Um. <laughs> first of all, you know, we you've been mentioned on this podcast before. We discussed you with our dear friend of the pod, Paul F. Tompkins, who mm. you brought into our world. So thank you for that, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Um. And Ronnie, what? Where should our listeners check you out? You got stuff going on, and what should they look for for Ronnie Adrian? Um, I don't know. Uh, Ronnie, if you if, uh, <laughs> look, if you want anything, uh, you could check me out, uh, Bones Adrian. I think that's my handle, like on Twitter and also on Instagram. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If you just want to just kind of pop by every now and then to see if anything's going on, sure. Um, that that's where you'll be able to find me. You um, can check Ronnie yeah. out. Ronnie does. Ronnie's frequent guest on some great comedy podcasts. You can check him out on Comedy Bang Bang. You can see Ronnie in an episode of season one of Grand Crew, which is a great show that everybody should yeah. check out. I mean, you can see me on a lot of you stuff. You see him you around. Know, just... he, the man works, is what I'm trying to say. Okay, well, I do okay. But, <laughs> but, but what I really love to do is watch movies and then talk about them on podcasts. So great. Thank you all for letting me do that. Thank you for, thank you, thank you for coming. This was uh, 
delightful. Delightful might not be the c- exact correct word. Parts of it were. And and it was as delightful as we could make it be, given the mm-hmm. premise we've set ourselves up with. So that's yeah. pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, any voices in this one? Freaky little hill people? Or what do they sound like? I well, d- nobody sounds normal. Sure. <laughs> like, nobody so. sounds normal. I feel like maybe we could do like a little breathy one or I could. Ugh. I can't remember what Lizard's is. Lizard's voice is like, I don't know. It's kind of like a. Get out! You're not. Yeah, a man. You're yeah, just a man. You gotta people. be a man. Okay, okay, it's like, okay, 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 it's kind of like that. Okay, okay, okay. So, from all of us here, had too scary. Didn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, Daddy. Yeah. Daddy. There we go. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really want to make our day, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want even more content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye.